0: Leftist sickos in Springfield aren't done with Illinois children yet. Illinois parents shouldn't need any more reasons to get their kids out of the sexual indoctrination hellholes that masquerade as government schools, or better still, to get out of Illinois entirely. But here are some reasons courtesy of the cunning creatures that inhabit the Springfield Swamp. Two weeks ago, two bills were introduced to amend Illinois' already offensive comprehensive sex ed law. There's SB 3788, which is sponsored by Democrats, Selena Villanueva and Laura Fine, and HB 5012, the chief co-sponsors of whom include the House's most objectionable propagandist, lesbian Kelly Cassidy, along with Ann Williams and Michelle Mussman. Then on Wednesday, a bill that should be called the Get Out of Illinois Schools Pronto Act, was filed by nine Democrats and will mandate comprehensive sex ed for all grades. Yes, you heard that right. Here are some troubling parts of the Villanueva Cassidy monstrosities that apply to grades 6 through 12. Their bills mandate that all curricular materials and instruction must be affirming of individuals, families, and communities in an inclusive, respectful, and effective manner based on their identities as homosexual or cross-sex impersonators. Their bills delete the section that says curriculum must teach honor and respect for monogamous heterosexual marriage. Their bills add these words, Course material and instruction shall, that is, must, teach pupils how to give and receive consent for sexual activity. Let's repeat that. Our government is going to order schools to teach students how to give consent for sex. And current law requires evidence-based curricula. The new bill adds the term evidence-informed, which is a far less rigorous requirement. Evidence-informed resources are much more useful to leftists who want to promote, for example, the trans ideology, because there is no hard science proving that social, chemical, and surgical interventions for gender dysphoric children are harmless. These bills also say that all curricular materials and instruction must be affirming of individuals, families, and communities in an inclusive, respectful, and effective manner based on their religion. So, does anyone believe that the feelings and beliefs about sexuality, sexual identity, sexual relationships, or marriage of Orthodox Jews, theologically Orthodox Catholics, Protestants, and Orthodox Christians, or Muslims will be explicitly affirmed in exactly the same ways the feelings and beliefs about sexuality, sexual identity, sexual relationships, or marriage of homosexuals and cross-sex impersonators will be? Does anyone believe the feelings and beliefs of the first groups will be presented at all? Then on Wednesday, things got worse. Nine Democrats in the Illinois Senate sponsored a bill that expands sex ed to include all grades from kindergarten through senior year in high school. And here's some of the features of this bill. And I quote, It is the intent of the General Assembly that comprehensive sex ed shall, that is must, promote awareness and healthy attitudes about gender identity, gender expression, and sexual orientation, and must be available to students in kindergarten through 12th grade. Comprehensive sex ed in kindergarten through 2nd grade shall, that is, must, include instruction on the following topics, human anatomy, gender roles, and varying family structures. Discussing human sexual anatomy in co-ed kindergarten through second grade classes, is yet one more way for our culture to dissolve feelings of modesty in young children just as those feelings are beginning to develop. Leftists view that as a good thing. Comprehensive sex ed in the third through fifth grades shall, that is must, include information about diverse sexual orientations, gender identities, and gender expressions, and an examination of the harm caused by gender role stereotypes. Comprehensive sex ed must include discussion about sexting with 8- to 10-year-olds. Leftists may be unaware of the many 8- to 10-year-olds who have never heard of sexting, never heard of porn, and don't have cell phones. In those many cases, the passage of this law would mean the government would be introducing these young children to sexting. The innocence of their children that, at great effort and vigilance, Parents have been able to preserve in the midst of this sex-saturated and defiling culture the government would steal. Comprehensive sex ed may not use stigmatizing or shame-based instructional tools or stigmatize parenting or sexually active youth, may not employ gender stereotypes, you know, like saying only girls menstruate or only boys have penises, and may not teach or promote any religious doctrine, end quote. In other words, schools must express only one judgment on homosexual behavior, cross-sex identification, and same-sex parenting—approval. So what happens when the next sexual lobby gets their sexual identity added to the law books? What happens when polyamorists are successful in having polyamory included in law as a sexual orientation? Let's for a moment look at not just the trees, but the forest, too— in that dark forest lurks not only comprehensive sex ed for K-12 students, but also the LGBT school indoctrination law, which takes effect this July and applies to all grades K-12. through Every student starting at 5 years old will be exposed to positive images and ideas about homosexuality, cross-sex identification, and activism in the service of normalizing both, There won't be any way to escape such indoctrination by opting out because it's going to be integrated across curricula. Here's something interesting. According to research conducted by the market research firm Ipsos Mori in 2018, 88% of baby boomers identified as exclusively heterosexual. 85% of Generation X identified as such, 71% of Millennials, and a shocking 66% of Generation Z, young people between the ages of 16 to 22, identified as exclusively heterosexual. Ideas have consequences. While conservatives claim to believe that homosexuality is not biologically determined, they act as if they believe it is, They have for decades allowed their children to be exposed to LGBT dogma because they don't really believe it will affect their children. Conservative parents have for decades tolerated their children's exposure to homosexuality-affirming plays, novels, movies, essays, anti-bullying programs, and sex ed in school, ignorantly believing such propaganda won't affect their children's hearts, minds, and volitional acts. But of course it will, and we're seeing the toxic fruit of the erasure of sexual taboos and wholesale cultural approval of deviant sexual behavior. Layer on top of that, widespread and easy availability to homosexual and trans porn, pro-homosexual, pro-trans social media, loss of faith, broken homes, and broken children in search of connection and existential meaning, and voila, were a pagan culture. While parents may opt their children out of the sex ed indoctrination, they may not exempt them from the LGBT indoctrination that will permeate all curricula. Fat lot of good opting their kids out of pro LGBT sex ed indoctrination will do when all their peers are in it and the rest of their classes are similarly poisoned. A question for the non gullible in Illinois. If these laws are passed, How long do you give it before the conscienceless swampsters propose a bill amending them to get rid of the opt-out option? A question for Christian parents. How wicked do the ideas have to become and how young the children to whom these ideas are presented in government schools before you realize government schools are training up your children to go in ways that no one should go? A question for Christian teachers. How wicked do the ideas you're asked to teach or speak, for example, using incorrect pronouns to refer to trans-identifying students, how wicked do these ideas have to become before you will take up your cross and refuse? A question for pastors, priests, and elders. How wicked do the ideas that children in your congregations are exposed to in government schools have to be before you realize your own children are a mission field How wicked do the ideas that children in your congregations are exposed to in government schools have to be before you will create affordable schools or make funds available to your families so they can attend existing but cost-prohibitive schools? Government schools are no longer places that shape character or cultivate virtue. Government schools are places dedicated to the ideological grooming of children into the deviant, sex-obsessed world of progressivism.